and welcome back to the Space Jam Continuum, the show where we try to make a coherent cinematic universe out of something that was never meant to be one. I'm Chris McLennan. I'm Carl Noble. And I can't really remember how last week ended. I remember it being... Well, they're, trying to, they're trying to iron out Porky's history. Yes, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. So, so we're getting a lot of like remakes of cartoons that we've seen before, but with the new Porky. Um, we and also... Gabby Goat swapped out for Daffy. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. They're, they're, I think they... As, as part of bringing in the new Porky, I think maybe they're trying to erase the existence of Gabby Goat. That's a bit much. I don't remember Gabby Goat doing anything particularly awful. I mean, he was he was angry and aggressive, but nothing. He, like, he was never particularly Maybe because Porky violent. made enough of a stamp on the world, they know they can't just erase Porky Pig. Oh, well, yeah. Like, that's not happening. No, no, no. Like, I, I think too many people would be up in arms about it because realistically, you know... Everybody knows Porky Pig. Not everybody knows Gabby Goat. And because everybody, he wasn't everybody around knows for that long. Porky Pig, the lovable, happy go lucky, yeah. plucky little kid pig who has like little adventures. Not everybody remembers Despot the, Porky. The Despot Porky. <laughs> no, no. And his ill advised declaration of a section of the Tooniverse into a nation state called Porkytopia. No one, no one remembers. When you say it out loud like that, no one remembers that. <laughs> no, no, but that's it. Like, like nobody ever really does. And this is probably the reason. Yeah. So, um, what was the last one we watched last night on the list? Um, where are we? I at? remember duck soup to nuts. That yep. we, that we did. So I think um, Wait, we, so watched, we watched we, we watched daffy. slightly daffy. Um, we didn't get into um, hair, hair ribbon. ribbon. Okay, that's that, the next one up. Then. That is Bugs Bunny. Oh, Whatever but- poor dog has been pos- possessed by the ancient spirit dog willoughby yeah uh have you seen what's written in the old in the old side bit there i have now so this i'd like to tackle this afterwards okay tackle this afterwards right okay i you know i don't have a plan of how to tackle it so i reckon we dive in then we'll just see what happens see what happens okay um so we are watching hair ribbon uh which is a bugs bunny and willoughby number from july 24th 1944 let's watch that it's a different fucking dog again every time like which they're not even pretending anymore no like this one mm. had like a real jazzy hairdo <laughs> and like a nice puffy tail a french accent yeah well i think that's what they're going for yeah I, I, it, it was his accent was very difficult to place i'm starting to think that because Previously, Willoughby has been largely the same persona, but a different dog. And yeah. I, like, there's been little changes here and there. This one, it's like, I, I think he's really starting to lose it. I tell, I'm, I'm thinking, like, like, possible integration problems. Like, you know, like every, every time he inhabits a new host, he takes an aspect of their personality along with them. And yeah. that's having some <clears throat> negative effects on him. Yeah, he's he's really all over the place now yeah I don't, I don't think he really knows who or what he is anymore uh, yeah because early on we figured he had unfinished business that he was pursuing through the possession of dog after dog yeah but now i would wonder if he has any idea what that business is i think he's probably long forgotten the original business like you know i'm thinking like possibly it's like a quantum leap thing like so, so every time he jumps into a new body, he ends up like maybe the his next brain dog scrambled. will be the dog home. Yeah, possibly. Like, like maybe he'll finally find like I don't know one of his long lost ancestors or something like that. Yeah, and then he he won't have integration problems. So the gist of the episode was that uh, Willoughby, who's now French and with a like ginger bouffant hairdo, yeah. looks great though. It looks great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is hunting bugs. Yeah, uh, they wind up underwater. Yeah, that doesn't seem to bother them at all. No, like, like, Bugs like, gives himself like a, a flotation device and then proceeds to swim yeah, underwater. It's, it, it, it's water wings. <laughs> uh, so, may, like, maybe he requires that to not be well incredibly dense because we did talk about him being like, <laughs> like, just couldn't sink. But maybe, may, maybe but, it's that he just sinks. But yeah, maybe that's just as bad. But I, I think he took them with him mainly. To provide the ample bosom of his mermaid costume. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, possibly. Um, which he uses to distract Willoughby, yeah. but then does the standard Bugs thing of not leaving. He yeah. just distracts him. Like, Willoughby 
Duke goes, oh, hello, Willoughby goes, hello yourself, passes on by. Yeah. Plenty of time for Bugs to just nip off in the yeah, other direction. Yeah, one. Just stays where he is. Yeah. Uh, then Willoughby susses him, chases him for a bit, then says he's going to have a, catches Bugs, says he's going to have a rabbit sandwich, at which point Bugs immediately just sits Willoughby down at, like a rock, still underwater, <laughs> yeah. just still yeah, underwater, yeah. Uh, and uh, pretends to be a waiter, Getting him a rabbit sandwich. Yeah. Says there's no rabbit in the kitchen. Dresses up as Elmer. Yeah. yeah says he he's going to go and hunt him a rabbit himself. He does a really good Elmer impression as he well. He does. Unbelievable. Um, but then, you know, they've. Uh, so I'm thinking this is quite a later, a late Bugs. Yes. Because he's, he's, he's encountered Elmer a lot. Yes. But yeah, and then, uh, yeah, he goes hunting rabbits. In the end, he gets into a giant sandwich. Yeah, I don't know where he got the big bread from. No, it's, it's, a, it's big bread. It's big, it's big enough that it's like, oh, that looks like a bed of bread. Yeah, but yeah, so big old, he gets in a sandwich, Willoughby bites it, he pretends to be dead, Willoughby does the standard, oh, I've killed a rabbit bit. Yeah. Uh, and then he says, I wish I was dead. I yeah. wish I was dead, which from Willoughby is yeah, potent, it, obviously for two reasons. Yes. One, he is. Yeah. And two, he has been denied the eternal rest that he feels he that's deserves. it so like, like, like maybe that's why he's going crazy like maybe he's, maybe he's just like oh, I just want to be able to move on and he can't <laughs> he can't because he doesn't know what he's doing anymore no, he's uh, and then Bugs no does Bugs shoot no he shoots himself it, well Bugs gives, gives him, him a, a gun, gun yeah and then he shoots himself in the head and then he didn't Bugs, die though he didn't die no So, uh, but I mean like but like the, com- the- like, 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 like common knowledge is guns don't work underwater so it seemed to work. Yeah, but he didn't die. <laughs> yeah, unless he missed. But he's not allowed to die. No. Oh, so what is it like, do, like, like, do you think like when he's inhabiting the body? Like, I think he just leaves has, the like... dog, goes to another one. Hmm. I don't think those dogs died. Well, they they might have died by natural causes, but while Willoughby's in them, I think they, they can't, can't die. die. Yeah. Oh, because I mean, like, 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 I suppose he could. It could be because he's in there, he could be animating their corpse. So if they do die, he can still animate their corpse. And has to. Yeah, until he leaves. At the behest of some sort of, yeah. you know... God. Celestial <laughs> being from beyond the grave. <laughs> but yeah, like, it, it, it's it's really odd. Um, because the water didn't seem to impede anything at all. Like, like it, it seemed to have neither heft nor lift. No, it didn't. It was like they were just on land. They could have just done that whole thing on land. Yeah, but Bugs wanted to try out the, mermaid the best, bit. the best disguise he's ever come up with that, by that his is, own, yeah. by his own rating. And it was good. And if we think this is late, Bugs, that means it's like, you know, yeah, he's been through a lot of disguises. He has, and, and he went through a lot in this episode. He did. It's a disguise-heavy episode. Yeah, but his, his, his mermaid one was quite good. I, I, I quite enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. Like, it was a standard Bugs Fair, yeah. really, but, you know, it's nice to put a little twist on it occasionally. Yeah. If that requires you jumping into a lake for no reason other than to justify your mermaid costume... Then that's what you've got to do. Then that's what, you, what you've got to do. Yeah. He's full-on method. <laughs> He's a full-on method. <laughs> he is a very specific method. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. It gives us some insight into the deterioration of the soul of Willoughby. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how that goes because, like, it's it's just tragic now. Yeah, I mean, like for a while he was, we sort of had him framed as sort of a bad guy yeah. when he made that puppet. Yeah, but I just think he doesn't know what's going on anymore. Well, I think that's it, and and. Like, the more we see him, I think we're going to see that deterioration come in more and more. it's similar to we saw with Daffy early on. Mm. And he seems to have come to terms with it a bit. But early on, we thought Daffy was becoming, like, a really tragic character. Yeah. When he was first integrating into the into the city. Yes. Uh, so, I mean, hopefully we'll see a turnaround for Willoughby. But uh, Well, a turnaround for the good, I hope. I hope he doesn't go back to his puppet-making time. It will just be... Yeah, I hope... It, yeah, that's not, that's not a turnaround. No, that's that's worrying. That's really continuing down the same dreadful path. No. <laughs> uh, shall we move on? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, do, you've got any? Do we? I mean, do we want to tackle uh, what's written in that that yeah, side column so there? There's a oh, yeah, I forgot about that. There's a uh, there's a there's an alternate ending. Yeah. Um. Now we've got a little video that's public and director's cut comparison, which we only ha- we can only assume is. 
some agency interference before it reached the yeah the screen. So something that like there's the there's the actual one which happened in the theater. So the actual portal opening, but and then yeah. there's obviously as we discussed last week, uh, we think that they're recording what's happening um, in the theater, yeah, and then archives. and then putting it out. And I'm thinking they it's like amending like, the minutes. Yeah, it's like just yeah they've 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 be a record of it. what was intended to be said. Yeah, so I think it's probably worth if we just have a quick watch of this, and then we can we can decide if there's anything. Let's have a look. Prudent. See anything potent and we could set precedent for if this happens again yes right definitely. let's have a look okay so let's tackle the small one first uh he does say this shouldn't happen to a dog yeah so i don't think willoughby has been in the body of a dog when it's died before no He's thought, I need an escape from this one. And just left. And it shoots itself. Yeah. And then he's still in it. And he goes, he's basically in a, oh, well, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not supposed to be here. <laughs> I'm still here, am yeah. I? Do you want to tackle the bigger one? Well, so what we saw um, in the original one was Bugs hands Willoughby the gun. And then Willoughby shoots himself. Yeah. Now, in the admittedly di- harrowing. Yeah, because I mean, the, like, like the fact that Bugs is quite happy to just offer the gun and go, "There you go, use this, my friend." Um, <laughs> but in the director's cut, and I don't know why they would put this one out. Bugs is the one who shoots Willoughby. Yeah. Like he, he just like, Willoughby's like, "Oh, I wish I was dead," and, and Bugs, Bugs just goes, "Really?" and just pulls the gun out and bam, straight through the chest. You see, I think. So that's I think that's the one they held back, right? So so, so, so you're thinking that the, the 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 one where Bugs is the bad guy, the murderer, yeah, they've held that back, and the one where it's just the dog committing suicide, that one's probably a little bit more social. Yeah, acceptable. I reckon the agency went. Well, he's gone rogue. Um, we need to sort that out, and they like they they didn't have time to you know doctor the whole thing, and there hadn't no. been a cartoon in a bit, so they had to put one out. Yeah, because the things like it, it, it makes us. What well, makes me think which bugs are we looking at here? Is this early bugs? Is this late bugs? Like because I thought late, late bugs, bugs, but then I don't think late bugs is a murderer though. Yeah, like it, it, it doesn't it changed, strike it me. Changed my tune. Yeah, you know, it's got to be pre, um, pre when he's in Japan. Yes, I'd have thought so. Because he does seem. Uh, the, is it though? Or does he go to war and come back with a murderous streak? Come back with a murderous streak. I don't know. I I, I just I just don't know. I don't want to find out, but I reckon we're going to at some point. Uh, yeah, I think I think we probably I think we probably are. Let's but move on for now. I, I think that's probably a good idea because that was weird. The next one's a Porky number, and I oh. think since they've been uh, trying to rewrite his history, it's the first one where it's been Porky on his own. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so let's have a look. Uh, it's called Brother Brat. Uh, it's from July 15th, 1944. Let's give it a go. Okay, then. All right. Well, that certainly was some stuff, Cal. <gasps> wow, that kid was intense. Yeah. So I, it started out what I think... I thought it was going to be like some sort of like propaganda video. Yeah, but uh, I think that was just... I think that was a propaganda film that they played at the start of just something that's happening to Porky. Yes, yeah. So it starts out with, like, um, you know, saying, oh, women have been called up to do the jobs that men were doing, but now that the men are out at war, uh, they need the women to step up and do those jobs. And make that, guns and planes and things. Yeah, exactly. And do all the jobs that they deemed that women couldn't do beforehand. Um, and now it seems that they can all of a sudden, which is... Interesting <laughs> development. Who Yeah, when did they develop that skill? Um, so, yeah. And then one, one of these, these women, this superwoman, um, is like, oh, but who's going to look after my kid? I don't want to be an absentee, but I've got a kid to look after. 
oh, I know, I'll find somebody to do that. And lo and behold, she takes a child to Porky's house. Yeah, I mean, like, this didn't seem to be a service that Porky had advertised that he would... No. He would... But he wasn't out at war, so I'm guessing it's like, well... Yeah, I don't think Toon Toons have been called up. I don't really think Human Toons mostly have been. No, I don't think so. I think they can go. But it's possible that they've that that woman was actually from our side of the portal, and she's went over to uh, make I don't know tomb planes because maybe yeah. Tomb I guess planes like if better. all the men in our world are at war, yeah, and all the women here in the planes, and there's that leaves no one to look after the kid, yeah. So she so take it to the Tooniverse and Porky look and after this it. one. This was this was Porky's charge. Yes. Didn't work out well for It him. did not work out well for Porky. Uh, so the kid, Butch, he's quite a... He's quite a terror. Yeah, he's horrible. He's, he's, he's like old man baby. Yeah, but then, I don't know, at one point he's reading uh, Esquire, Esquire Junior. Yeah. and uh, That is disturbing. That was one of the most harrowing things <laughs> I've seen in the whole time we've been watching these things. Yeah, and I've seen Little Red... Riding Hood. Twice. Oh, she was horrible. And this earthworm lady. <laughs> and the earthworm lady. That was terrifying. But this was like, like pin-up girl babies. Yeah. And I, I didn't, I didn't like that. No, no, it was very, very odd. But, but I, that's led me to believe that, like, adult baby is a thing. Yeah, but if we're assuming that she's come from our side, and that's her kid... Like, has this kid just, like, like, ju- like crossing over the portal? Has the transition just changed this baby? Because that yeah, baby you shouldn't talk. Yeah, you shouldn't take minors through the pool. Oh, you don't, like, what, with, with like, pickaxes? Right, okay. I could tell that's where you were going to go with it. <laughs> you, you, you sorted that one out real quick. But what I did find <laughs> funny was, like, the, the, the woman, when she left, I think they, I think she developed a tomb power and didn't realise it. Oh, like, when she flew off as a plane. Yeah. Uh, but it, I think she farted her way out about that. Yeah, because... she was making a plane noise, but it wasn't coming from her mouth. Yeah, she was making a plane noise, but then she was making, like, machine gun noises, and the plane noise was still going. Yeah. And then she, like, she went out the door, and she flew off past the window, like, yeah. like with her arms outstretched like a plane. Yeah. Yeah, still I, making I'm, the with, noise. I'm with you. I think that was a flatulence-based propulsion yeah. system. Yeah, and I don't think she realised that she could do that because she's obviously not from. She's not obviously not from the universe. She has her own customs. <laughs> but yeah, the, like this baby, um, Porgy gets left with a book, which is psychology for kids, essentially. But it's written um, by Pistol P Mama, and I'm pretty sure that's the woman who dropped off the kid. Yeah. More than likely. Um, uh, so he's reading the book, trying to work out how to deal with this terror of a child. And this kid is horrible. Um, you know, chases him around the house with an axe. He does a Winston Churchill impression. Yeah. Which was... It's uncanny. Yeah, it was It was alarmingly good. Um, but then the mother comes back and goes, oh, did you not use the book? And he's like, yeah, I did, but it didn't work. And then it goes back to her and she's got the child over her knee and is hitting the child with the book and goes, oh, it always works for me. Yeah. Like, she handed him the book but didn't give him any instructions as to what the book was for. Porky thought he had to read it and he didn't. It's a a common mistake. He did uh, get the fine piece of wisdom from the book, though. Uh, Ask the child its name. Yeah. Even a pot has a handle. Yeah, oh, I love that. (laughs) That that, that was just like, wow, that's... Really deep. <laughs> this is the childcare book for you, Cal. Yeah. Uh, even a pot has a handle. That's true, though. Well, it is true, but that doesn't make it useful. It's not child psychology. It's at just all. A, it's a pun. It's, yeah, it's just you know really like, funny pun. Yeah, I've bought this self help book and it's just full of puns. Like you don't want that. Well, I mean, it depends what you need help with. If you haven't got enough puns in your life. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that's often. I don't think that's ever considered like a a. Like a mental health issue. No. Not enough puns. No. But yeah, I don't think that really answered much. Like, it was it was interesting to see what... I, it, 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 like, it showed us that babies 
and humans in general don't do well going across the portal. So I think adults deal with it better. I think their brains can, because they're more developed, can yeah. deal with it better. So and stuff just happens to babies. Yeah. Well, I, I think a large part of it is it like down to mental fortitude. Like if an adult goes across, they can go no this these sort of things don't happen. They're not normal. So therefore they don't happen. Yeah, so there's a like, certain amount of imagination that's involved. So like it's baby, got a Peter Pan flying yeah. sort of. So whereas if a baby goes across, uh, you know, it isn't hampered by, you know, all the constraints of the yeah, real world yet. Its brain's still quite like malleable in that regard. Yeah. Like so, it would probably do well learning a new language. Yes. <laughs> but I, I imagine we're probably going to see very quickly that they stop sending the babies across because they realize oh this isn't this isn't because working well. they realize that all the female babies are in esquire junior yes yeah i think that's going to be the thing that really nips this whole <laughs> this whole tuniverse daycare thing in well, the I, bud. Hope, I hope so because they need to put a stop to that rather yeah, rapidly they need, to, need to calm that the fuck down <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. I think we should move on. I th- no, I think we should. Uh, uh, for like, two in- reasons. One, I don't want to think about Esquire Jr. anymore. No. And two, it's Bugs and Willoughby again. Yes. That is, what uh, uh, does it here in brackets, Sylvester name. So. Yeah, but that's probably like the name of the dog he's possessed. Yeah. But we know it. We know. It's Willoughby. And you guys know. So it's going to be interesting that to see That it's the what ancient happens. ghost dog Willoughby. Yeah, it's going, to be, it's going to be very interesting to see if this is going to be... Like, is he still going to be in the corpse? Are we going to see zombie dog? Uh, I'm expecting it to be... Uh, Different pl- Plane related, because it's called Hair Force. It is. Uh, really sticking to the not caring whether Bugs is a rabbit, rabbit or, or a hair. hair. Yeah, because um, the last one was called Hair Ribbon, so... Yeah, they, they're really sticking to their guns on that one. Yeah. Uh, so join us watching Hair Force it's a Bugs Bunny and Willoughby open brackets Sylvester name close brackets number from July 22nd 1944 what's he up to I, I, he's he's turned bad hasn't he like he's pretty bad one. like it's not been like the odd one recently no, no he's, he's he's been a bit of a stinker through pretty much all of them. Yeah, like it's, you know, he used to say, ain't I a stinker at the yeah. end of an episode? And you'd be like, nah, Bugs, you're right. Yeah. Not but, anymore. Yeah, no. He's, he's, it's he's, like, yes, Bugs. Yeah, you're a dick. You're an ass. <laughs> Stop being a dick, Bugs. So, um, like, he doesn't get referred to as Willoughby at any point. He is called Sylvester. He's much more but, like Willoughby again, yeah, though. Yeah, he is, he is Willoughby. I was thinking that actually maybe that French dog had, like, a strong enough personality that Willoughby could, like, escape himself for a while. Right, okay. And so when... I'm wondering if when Bugs shot the other dog... Yeah. It just got Willoughby out of there, and the French dog got up and went, this shouldn't even happen to a dog. And then Willoughby had to move on. Yes. And Willoughby's now annoyed that he has to go back to confronting his unfinished business when he was actually enjoying a nice holiday in a French <laughs> dog. <laughs> Yeah, it is, it, it's odd that Bugs seems to be hunting him down. Yeah, like quite deliberately. Yeah. He went there with intent. Yeah, because that was it. Like, like It started with uh, Willoughby in front of the fire and uh, an old lady putting a blanket around him going, ah, they're there, tucking him in it for a night. And then there's a knock at the door. The old lady goes to the door, opens it, and there's Bugs, feet up in the snow, pretending to be frozen to death i can imagine well at least close to but he does open his eyes to the camera he knows uh, what he's doing and it's like ah yeah he's not in any peril no not at all like he's just turned up there it looks like he got there via some sort of tracks because his feet were covered in snow yeah he's been running along the tracks pretty pretty rapidly um and yeah he gets into the house the old lady kicks Willoughby out of his bed and takes the blanket off him and puts Bugs in front of the fire. Now, Bugs has just used that as a way to get into the house so he can torment Willoughby. Yeah. He doesn't need to be there. No, not at all. And he doesn't seem to be out to, like, I don't know, kill the ghost or exercise the demon. He's just there to annoy him. Yeah, I mean, I'm still trying to, like, marry this whole, like, spell to, to the Bugs we knew before. Who's mm. trying to solve problems? Like he's encountered another immortal being. 
I presume he knows Willoughby's situation by this point. I'm guessing so. I think Bugs knows Willoughby's an ancient ghost inhabiting the body of dog after dog. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I think he, I mean, he hasn't taken well to meeting another immortal being. But then no. he did go back in time to stop them creating like super soldiers, even though he's on the American side in the war. So like, yeah. I don't think he likes the idea of anyone being as powerful, as, as, he powerful as he is. Or at least as long lived as he is. I think he's trying to exhaust maybe a finite number of possessions that Willoughby has. Yeah, possibly. So it's possible that there is just like a um, like a nine lives sort of thing to it. But Bugs is trying to find out how many possessions yeah, Willoughby will, can do. Yeah, maybe he's encountered cats before yeah. and he, he knows about the nine lives thing there. Yeah. And he presumes this ghost dog thing must work in some similar way he just doesn't know the, yeah. the the precise numbers i don't know if it does though that's the thing like, like as, well, so, as far as i'm concerned I think he's presumed yeah I, I, I think willoughby's a forever forever dog. going to jump from dog to dog yeah. hoping next dog will be the dog home yeah obviously classic um but yeah the other there wasn't really much in that episode to i don't know to take for except the fact that Bugs, Bugs has is on the hunt. A, a nemesis no. at the moment. Yeah, and it's, and it's, and it's Willoughby. Willoughby now, apparently. Yeah. Right. But I don't know which Bugs Elmer must have calmed at. down. Like, we haven't seen Elmer in a while. He must have chilled out a bit. He, he must have. Or we're looking at a... Kind of anger a management we're we're, we're looking at a Bugs, and, and at this part of his timeline, Willoughby is his enemy. Yeah. Whereas, like, at different times, it's Elmer. But That's Elmer true. never really seems to be Bugs' enemy. Or at least not for Bugs. He's like the, the annoying friend from work who is still your friend. Yes, yeah. Whereas I think Willoughby is... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> but, like, I, think, like, I think Willoughby is is genuinely just a nemesis. Yeah, I think I think it's just... He's, it, it's something... It might be just something for Bugs to do for a while. Yeah. It's like, I need a, I need a hobby. It's just... Oh, God. This, so this is what happens when, like, a Toon Lord gets bored. Yeah, or this is what happens when... Uh, a Toon Lord who didn't think he was going to war went to war and got a taste for it. Oh, I mean, he did kill a lot of people. He did kill a lot of people. What was it like fifty-eight confirmed kills? Uh, it was sixty confirmed kills. Yeah. Um, and that's just the ones that were we could see on the screen. Yeah. We have no guarantee that, like, just cropped off the edge might have been some hundreds more. of other trees. Plus, sometimes the trees were obscuring other trees. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think I think he's got a taste for blood, and he's it, it's turned him into a bad. It's turned bad him into bunny. a bad. Like, yeah, I I don't know. We'll see. We've got one more bugs episode in this episode. I think we before we move on, uh, we should probably go to check out the Porky Piggy Bank. It's not a bad idea. Maybe make a cheeky announcement while we're in there. Oh, okay. Let's 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 do that. Let's, let's do that. Look at it. Okay, so first of all, thank you all for listening to the show. Uh, you it's know, very kind of you. It key- <laughs> yeah, yeah it, kind is one way of putting it. Uh, uh, it, it keeps us going. Yeah, knowing that you know we're not alone in this. It, well, that's it. It, it. it it it's a long a long endeavour, and it's always nice to have more people with us. Absolutely, and uh, thanks also to Rob at Kaiju for uh, keeping us in hosting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, now that doesn't cost him nothing. Nope. It costs us nothing. Yes. But he's a good egg. He is. I, th- I think we're looking out on this end of the bargain. We just I think have we to are. talk crap for Absolutely. a while. <laughs> but uh, Kaiju FM, the network we're hosted on, could use some support. Yeah. Uh, so we've set up a, uh, a support us page uh, over there, a Patreon page. So if you head to kaiju.fm and click support us, you can uh, see ways in which you can help us out uh, for as little as a dollar a month. Uh, you could uh, do us a big favour in, uh, you know, keeping us able to do this. Well, that's it. And, and, and it's not just us as well. It, it supports all the other podcasts around that are on Kaiju. Yeah, so you've got The Prestige there. You've got Lawmasters. Plus there's another couple that are meant to be releasing in the next, uh, yeah. next few months. Um, otherwise, if you can't do that, 
that's fine. Yeah, we're yeah. still we're still going to yak at you. Of course, we're we are. still you can or... still hear our dulcet tones in your ears <laughs> talking about Looney Tunes. Um, but uh, other things you can do to help include uh, giving us a review on iTunes. This is a really big one. Yes. We've only got a couple on there at the moment. And honestly, like uh, if if any of you can just take five minutes out of your day, go Type give us a, a review there. Like it, it really helps the visibility of the podcast. It does. Um, like like uprating it. It's it. Yeah, we we need to hit a critical mass situation. Yeah, where, just whatever you listen on. Yeah, use use the tools available on that service to go. Do you know what? I like these. I yeah. like these idiots. Maybe other people. Maybe might other like people them. might. But iTunes is definitely a big one. If you can give us a review yeah. and a rating, uh, otherwise just tell people. Yeah, like, like 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 telling people makes such a big difference. Like if you go out there, you tell one person, they tell one person, they tell another person. Eventually, you know. Everyone's going to be listening to it. Literally everybody around the entire planet will listen to this. <laughs> and then you're going to have people to talk about it with all the time. Yeah. It'd be great. <laughs> you know, get posters made up. Put them around your town. Um, <laughs> pin badges. Um, bumper cards. One of those stickers. banners on the back of a plane. Yeah. Oh, banner on the back of a plane. Or write it in smoke in the sky. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, they, these are all... Golden ways. First pass, which... the Space Jam continuum. Yeah. Second pass, it's a podcast. Look for it. <laughs> uh, like these are all really good ways that you can help get the visibility. Some out of them there. are better than others, though. The ones we listed earlier are are, are, are really good. Yes. Yeah. They're, I think they're I, the I, best. But yeah, the, 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 like the iTunes one. That is that is that's probably primo. the most effective. The banner in the sky. <laughs> I mean, that's depends that... which bit of the sky. Yeah. Um, and if you do it at night, if you do it at night, it's not that good. Don't do it at night. It doesn't really work. <laughs> it's a waste of money. <laughs> um, the other thing that uh, helping us out in these ways uh, will help you is it means we can do more fun stuff. Yeah, and we can. We've, uh, we've got, got a, a fun thing. We've got a fun thing that we're doing. Yeah. So uh, for those of you in uh, the UK, um, we are going to, for our, for our first birthday as a podcast, yeah. a little bit early. But yeah, you know, it's all right. screw it. Um, <laughs> it's our birthday. We're going to be uh, doing a live show, uh, yeah. which you can all come and get involved in the conversation. Yeah, and we're going to be screening Who Framed Roger Rabbit and uh, talking about that um, and how it fits into the and world. how it fits into the Tooniverse. So uh, it's going to be at the Pavilion, which is an old cinema in Reading, yeah. which is now a big old uh, like community centre, but it has a, a cinema room for just this kind of endeavour. Yeah, which I don't think they knew it was us. for this kind of endeavour. But no, but it is for this type. But of it endeavor. is. Uh, it's uh, on the thirteenth of June. It is. Um, doors from six thirty, and uh, the film will start at seven o'clock, uh, and then we'll have a yak about it afterwards. Yep. Uh, it's going to be three quid a ticket, and uh, Rob over at Kaiji is going to set up a uh, Eventbrite store so you can uh, book tickets. So if you're interested in doing that. Uh, and who wouldn't be? Well, I, I can't. I can't see why uh, we're not going to sell out within ten minutes. Yeah, realistically, I, I can't see why we're not. So uh, keep your eyes peeled for an Eventbrite store up on the Kaiju page. Um, and yeah, book we're, a ticket and come along, and get involved. Yeah, we're, it's we're, a dirt cheap way to go to the cinema. You're going to be able to see Roger Rabbit on the big screen because I never got to see that when I was a kid. So it's kind of kind of hard to argue with that. Yeah, and the the only real penance is yeah, we're going to talk to you. Yeah, and to be honest, if you're listening to this, you probably you probably want like that. yeah, you're probably good like, for that. Yeah, and it's going to be a nice way to get everyone involved in the discussion as it well. Is. So that's 13th of June uh, from seven o'clock at the Pavilion in Reading. Um, Come yeah. along and meet us; it'd be fun. Come along. I'd I'd like to meet some people that listen to this other than us. Yeah, I've been thinking about that. Oh, yeah. so, so, I've, I've met us. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I, I, ah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to meet but other no, people. We've got to. We've yes. Got to. Yeah, yeah. It'll be a good night. Honest. Yeah, it will be. Come on down. Should we? Should we get back to the cartoony bit? Yeah, let's put a little advert on, and then we'll get back to the cartoony bit. Oh, okay. I believe that role-playing games are art. Specifically, role-playing games are theatre, which means theatre artists are natural role players. What sort of hat am I wearing? <laughs> the important details. Is it is it like a tricorn hat? Yeah. He has sure. got into full theatre mode now. Right, this okay. is amazing. So they want to be entertained. I'm going to give them a shot <laughs> with my iron and my tricorn hat. Life's a game. The world's our stage, and we're merely role players. 
Merely Role Players, a podcast where dramatic people play role-playing games. Hosted by me, MJ Starling, in association with Blackshaw Theatre Company. Find us at merelyroleplayers.podbean.com or search your usual podcast app for Merely Role Players. Okay, so uh, next up we have uh, the beloved Tweety Bird. He's back. It's the second time we've seen him. Yeah, and uh, getting with a character that we actually associate Tweety Bird with, but not who I expected. No. Because no. I thought it would go Sylvester, then Hector, then Grandma. Yeah. I thought that would be the order in which they were bound together. But no, Hector's, Hector's in. Yeah, it's Tweety and Hector. Haven't seen Sylvester anywhere. No, well, except the the dog Sylvester. Except the dog that's Sylvester. Not, that's not the Sylvester we're waiting for. That's is about as far removed from the cat Sylvester, exactly as it could possibly be. We know those things are polar opposites. Yes, we do. Uh, so uh, let's check it out. Uh, it's called Birdie and the Beast. It's got Tweety and Hector. It's from August nineteenth, nineteen do you remember the good old days when we were worried about that dog what killed on them people yeah and we were like oh guys killed like 30 odd people maybe he should be in prison he's uh, a saint he really is <laughs> shit the bed <laughs> right so um tweety he just basically killed a cat which looks a lot like sylvester yeah his cousin or something yeah which might explain why sylvester comes into it soon because uh there's the big chase scene you know it's it it's a classic cartoon bird cat thing chase scene but tweety is very intelligent he is still part of the fire brigade um yeah well it's still part maybe just joined or maybe practice yeah i think at this stage either just joined or just likes to play make-believe because he didn't help yeah when the cat was on fire yeah he filled him with gas yeah yeah he just he just flooded the mouth with petrol um so i mean that didn't kill the cat but right at the end uh tweety gets back up into his nest and this hand comes out and is reaching around the nest looking for Tweety and he goes oh, oh you've got me you've got me and Hat puts a grenade into the cat's hand the cat runs down runs down the bottom of the tree and goes I've got him I've got him and then it pans up to Tweety there's an explosion we can only assume that the cat is dead and Tweety goes oh I've killed more cats that way and then gets a pen out and marks another one on a tally on the you tree. see, until it panned up to the tally on the tree, before we give you a number, yeah. I thought, I was just thinking, this is for yeah. Matilda. <laughs> and I thought, okay, Tweety's the hero here. Yeah. yeah. It pans up to the tree. We see the tally. 200 confirmed kills. 200? He's got the most confirmed kills. Tweety's been of, in two episodes. Yeah, out of all of them. Now, the, the question is... Is he counting each cat life, or is he counting the nine lives as one? So I, so you're saying, it, it, has he killed a a far more moderate like twenty two? Yeah. yeah, exactly. But you know, he's doing like our oh, dog years sort of thing. I don't think I mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like, because I'm not sure if killed... that cat's dead. Because like, that could have just been one of his lives. Or whether it, or like, does a grenade, because a grenade obliterates a body. Like, it's yeah. not that that cat died from, like, a gunshot wound and, like, his body's still intact. His body is obliterated. There's no way for the other ghosts to be. Yeah, I don't know how that works, but I, I've got to assume that if they if they were all grenade kills... Yeah. That, that it's 200 cats. Yeah, two... Nine, like, nine lives and all. Yeah. Because I, I... Yeah, I think those... Those ghosts need a, those spirits need a body to inhabit. Well, they do. Like, 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 if you got a box of cornflakes and you took a cornflake out and ate it, like the box is still intact and all the cornflakes are in there. If you blew the box up, there's no way for those cornflakes to go. They're everywhere. 
Oh, the old ghost cornflakes analogy. I think it works. <laughs> <laughs> and that's really all we need. Yeah, there we go. Okay, there we go. Moving on. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, like Tweety, he's the worst out of all of them. What era are we in where these tunes are just killing? I don't indiscriminately? know. Like, so, you know, people worry about like kids watching, like kids playing Call of Duty or something like yeah. that. And like, it's going to turn them into crazy killers. Hmm. Do you think there's a portal? Uh, do you think they're watching a portal going the other way, and they're watching all the war, and they're know. going, "Oh, that's cool." Ah, oh, they've got this sorted. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I, I, it's been I, grenade heavy. They're big on grenades because Bugs killed all those people by putting grenades in those chalk ices. He really did. M- maybe they've just discovered grenades. Maybe that's the be- that's currently must be their principal import from our world. Yeah, grenades. Grenades. I, I, I'm hoping that the, um, like when Acme kind of come in and come in and be a big company, I'm hoping they're going to put a stop to a lot of this. Maybe this is why Acme actually came into being because they were just like, we're killing too many things. Well, I'm wondering if this is going to create some jostles within the agency. Because if it's an influence from our side of the portal mm. that's changing it, uh, that might explain why this is the final Merry Melodies that... Leon Schlesinger had any input into. So you, Maybe he, like the buck stopped with Leon yeah, Schlesinger. And, and, and he had to hand in his resignation. Yeah, because the next one's the, like, this is the last Merry Melodies cartoon with Leon yeah. Schlesinger, and the next one's the last Looney Tunes one with Leon Schlesinger, and it's like, nah. Right. I reckon the buck stopped with, with Leon. Yeah, no, yeah, very possibly. It's like someone's got to take the fall for this. And it's you. I don't know who's pushing for that at the agency meeting. The ancient lobster centre. Well, it's going. It, it was never meant to be like yeah. this. I, I, I think. I think there's going to be a, a large amount of pressure coming from the from the tunes on the agency um, board, just because they're like, we, we we can't keep having all these tunes just being killed for entertainment purposes. Yeah, for, for for those who don't remember, the agency has like roundtable meetings with uh, higher ups mm. from both our side of the portal and the Tooniverse. Yeah. Uh, just about everything that's going on. I imagine in a very Doctor Strange love kind of a way. Yes, I um, so. But yeah, I reckon, I reckon that's what's happening here. I reckon they've seen a lot of stuff from our side of the portal, like because our violence is a lot more permanent. Yes, like they've been violent for a long time, but nothing happens to them. Yeah. Then they've now got, I guess, weapons technology that they weren't Wasn't playing with before. before. Yeah. Like, TNT seemed largely fine. Yeah. But grenades, they're apparently not. Yeah. I mean, because it definitely seems to be the the influx of new weaponry. And I think it's because the Tooniverse hasn't had a chance to kind of catch up with modern day weapons. It's not used to how destructive yeah. they can be. Because they've just been, you know, having a whale of a time. Yeah, just like, whacking bullets, each other hammers, and blowing stuff up. And just, like, it's anvils. ultimately been fine. Yeah. But yeah, I reckon the buck stopped with Leon. Let's see what he did to like. The, so we've got one more. We have Buckaroo Bugs, Bugs Bunny, and Red Hot Rider, which I really think is going to be another Red Riding Hood, but with a motorcycle. Oh god! Uh, it's from August twenty sixth, nineteen forty four, and it's the last Looney Tunes with Leon going on. So yeah, it is. Buck stopped with Leon. I'm telling you, buck stopped with Leon. Well, let's let's, let's check watch. it out. <laughs> So it turns oh, out, God, and I'm gonna start with, I'm gonna start with the the the, the, big the clincher, reveal. the big right, reveal, okay. that in 1864, Bugs Bunny, in an attempt to be allowed to keep stealing carrots from a town, yeah, murdered a what? cowboy called Red Hot Rider, yeah, by forcing him to attempt to jump the Grand Canyon on a horse, yeah. And then it created one of those tune holes in the ground and Bugs was down there and he could easily get out because he's Bugs and he can tra- go through the soil. Yeah. And Red Hot Rider and the horse could not. And Bugs simply said, good night, sweet prince, and left Willoughby because it was definitely Willoughby. It was Willoughby. To die in a hole. So, Willoughby, all this time we assumed he was the ancient ghost of a dog. 
but he's not. He's not. He's he the ancient ghost of, of, a, Red, Hot of, of Red Hot Rider. And he and is he... reliving the same thing, thing over, over and, and, and over again. It's got dark. Now, it, if we're thinking that this bugs was the bugs that can transport through soil, we're talking quite a... Not not like a late bugs, but he's definitely not early bugs. I and think this is pretty early bugs. I think this is bugs like when he re- pretty much realised that he's pretty powerful, and he's using it, this is when he's using his powers mainly mainly for the acquisition of carrots yeah. from small frontier towns. Yeah, and he's travelled back in time to do this. Yeah, because uh, like at first I was thinking, oh, like may- maybe he needed the ghost of Willoughby. Like so, he, so he's went back to create that ghost, knowing full well that he he requires it for requires something. It for something later on. Yeah, so it is possible that we're not seeing like bugs being like full evil here because we don't know what the end goal. That's for the Willoughby trouble. Is. Is we we don't know what bugs has seen. We yeah. don't know what bugs has seen in the future. No. Um, so it, so it's very easy for us to go. Ah, oh, bugs is the bad guy in this. He and it definitely, oh, he's definitely the bad looks, guy in this. Yeah, it definitely looks like he is, but we don't know the reasonings behind it. We don't know what that that uh, red hot rider would have went on to do if Bugs hadn't have done this. We don't know what he needs Willoughby for. We don't know if Willoughby ends up going on to do something that saves the world. Yeah, as I mean, in his ghost form, that kind of supports my theory that. Um, Bugs is trying to get Willoughby like every time he meets Willoughby as a dog, yeah. which I think is a recent discovery. I think he's just found Willoughby. Yes. He knew that ghost was somewhere, but he was looking for it amongst humans. Yeah. And it was not amongst humans. It wasn't. Um, and he's only just found, like, in, like, what we've been seeing in the past couple of episodes, yeah. that the ghost he needs is in a dog. He needs it to not be in a dog. Yeah, he needs For whatever it a, he's doing, yeah. he needs it to not be in a dog. Yeah. And so we he's don't know just what he trying to, to rinse but- through possessions until he gets the right one till he gets gets a vest a suitable vessel yeah so what what's what's bugs's end goal here well i don't think we're going to know that from this episode no 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 not a chance i think it might be a while before we do find this out i think it will but it's definitely something to keep in mind what does bugs need willoughby for yeah i mean like to be honest like after after like the, the the porky pig saga this this is our this is our biggest question, really. Yeah, this is like because like, we we've always had like an ongoing arc at any given point. Yeah, we had because the egghead arc was you know a big one. Yes, Despot yeah, yeah. Porky's been a big one. Yeah, and like now it's what's going on with the ghost of Willoughby. Yeah, and why which we now know to bugs? be the ghost of Red Hot Rider. Yeah, so and I, we will refer to him as that <laughs> the ghost of Red Hot Rider. Nay. <laughs> Ghost of Willoughby, nay, Red Hot Rider. <laughs> but yeah, it was interesting to see the creation of that ghost as well, because it was that was dark. But it was the deliberate nature of it. It's yeah. like, you know, they're stuck down that hole. It was just the fact that he said, good night, sweet prince. Yeah, and blew the candle blew out. Blew the candle out and presumably just fucked off yeah. and left them to starve down a hole. What happened to the horse? What happened the to the ghost? Was down of the the horse? Yeah, well. no, but what happened to the ghost of the horse? Was there a ghost of the horse? Did that go off and do something different? Don't know. Maybe did that's it... going to manifest at some point. Or do you think that maybe Although maybe the ghost Red... maybe maybe the maybe the horse doesn't have any unfinished business? Red it, Hot Rider and the horse. horse were not good friends. No, no, no. Like he, like uh, Red Hot Rider couldn't control the horse. No, the horse tried to glue Red Hot Rider on to his saddle. Yeah, but he also wouldn't stop. Like, yeah. like Red Hot Rider literally had to get out like a caveman club, yeah. and bash him. You asked at some point in the episode why, when Bugs uses the magnet to like take all his bullets and his belt and stuff, yeah. and then his trousers fall down, he's wearing a diaper. Why he's wearing an adult diaper? Yeah. If you're on a horse that you cannot stop, and that's just how you get around, sometimes you just got to lean into that. Yeah. Like, sometimes yeah, you got to go. Just... Do you know what? Uh, do you know I'm just going to have to do my business on on the road? So, so not a diaper. It's a travel toilet. It's a travel toilet. Yeah, it's a wearable travel it's toilet. Not, it's not there, <laughs> <laughs> but that is nevertheless the case, so far as I'm concerned. Wow. I mean, what a what an episode, and that would explain why Leon Schlesinger 
you know, probably had to, you know, take responsibility for this. Yeah. Because like, he's had the 200 deaths from Tweety. 200 deaths. He's had the creation of an immortal ghost. Yeah. Although that's ghost? less Leon Schlesinger's fault. I can't really see how that would be his fault. Well, I mean, it's happened on his watch, though, but uh, like, that's the thing. The bug stops with Leon. Yeah, but but that's it. A lot of the time when, you know, something happens in a business, it's like, well, Well, there's nothing that 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 a director could have done, but... They still have to go. It's still their fault. It's it's like politics. It's just, you know, I've written you a lovely letter of resignation, Leon. Yeah. (laughs) There you go. Use it well. You know, you've got to resign. It's classy. Yeah. That's it's it's the it's you'll the noble be, way. You'll out. be back. You'll be back in six months. Just yeah. you, you know, the, this needs to blow over in yeah. the press. Just go down to Aruba and <laughs> you know take a holiday. So yeah, oh, it was an interesting episode, and like it's it's interesting to have one. Like we haven't had one in a while, really. That's been three on arc. No stories no, 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 in one, in one a, podcast. Yeah, it's it's been a long time, but that was. That was the thing that yeah. happened. Uh, like looking at the episodes that were coming up today, I was like, I don't really think we're going to get much. much out of this, and I'm I'm pleased with the progress. <sighs> it's I mean, I'm not pleased with a lot of people involved in the progress, no. but I'm pleased with the progress. I'm surprised. That I'm we've not, made. Like the the one I'm more surprised because I mean, we were seeing bugs kind of go this way anyway. Um, but Tweety, it's Tweety. Like Tweety's the one that's made me go, "Whoa, <laughs> what do you do, man?" <laughs> <laughs> That's it's it's terrifying, genuinely it terrifying. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, we, that's one to watch. Yeah, but not right now. No. no we'll it's... see you next week for another episode. Yeah, we will. Tune in and go and buy tickets to the live show. Yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll be putting um, be up on up we'll... on kaiju fm slash live, and you'll be able to find the information there and yeah. buy tickets. Please do book tickets because it's good for us to know what sort of numbers we're expecting. Yay. You know, so we can get any misery out the way early. <laughs> right. Oh, well. Uh, yeah. Uh, until next week, uh, yeah. you know. Bye. See you. Have a good one. Bye.